If you're still deciding on your spring break getaway, Amtrak's got just the ticket. You can visit cities from D.C. and Philly to New York and Boston, all while enjoying more sustainable travel. Amtrak produces up to 83% less carbon emissions than traveling by car or plane. And did we mention the extra legroom and comfy seats? Book early and save at Amtrak.com. Click or tap the banner. Emissions comparisons vary depending on route and locomotive type. Restrictions may apply. Welcome to the Confident Retirement Podcast. Is doing the most important things alone a good idea? How comfy are you with your choices when it comes to life's biggest decisions? What is real peace of mind with financial confidence and how can you get it? Chris Fleming and Mark Peachy are the founders of LPF Advisors in Sarasota, Florida. On the show, they bring together the best and brightest minds to share with you how to have a more confident financial picture. They empower listeners with simple, common sense and financial wisdom. And now, here are your hosts from LPF Advisors. Hey, I want to welcome everybody to the Confident Retirement Podcast, brought to you by LPF Advisors. I'm your host here, Chris Flaming, as always. Today, I have the honor of welcoming Jair Espinoza to the show. He is currently a group benefits manager for a large city in Southern Florida. Jair has over 20 years of experience managing large multi-state employers, both public and municipal, and he has a specialization in group benefits and project management. Ayer, thanks for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. It's a pleasure being here. We're going to have a good time. So you have an interesting history. Uh, Take me through kind of what led you to where you are today. Well, I remember graduating from high school. No one did to go to college. And my dad told me, oh, you don't want to go to college. So he got me a job doing kitchen cabinets in a factory in, in, in a town here in South Florida. Working there, you, st- I st- you start seeing the people that wear the suits and they wear the, the nice cars. They all have college degrees, right? So that eventually led me to work in an office, work as a data entry operator, went back to school, got my, my associates, and I started working uh, as a payroll uh, specialist for, for a bit. Okay. And then did that somehow lead into what you're doing currently? Yes. So I moved to uh, Ohio. My wife, at that time we were just dating, she was pursuing a, a degree at Ohio State. And um, what I moved, I left everything and started working as a payroll supervisor in a multi-state company just before the bubble burst in 2001. <laughs> okay. Order, okay. A precursor to Amazon. You know, we were the people be- behind the submittal order button. When you hit that, it was us taking over the logistics. A lot of venture capital. But I couldn't go past the supervisor level, not to manager, without the bachelor's. Fast forward, came back to Florida in 2001. I was the oldest student in all of my classes at FIU. So I I brought real class experience to the classroom, if you will. Got my bachelor's in 2004. And then uh, I started my career. And it progressively got to higher, more responsible positions from there. Okay. All right. Thanks for sharing that. I like that. Especially being the oldest person in the class, there's some <laughs> some real world experience. Sometimes in the classrooms, that stuff's missing. So, yes. if you could go back in time and maybe ten or fifteen years and give the younger you some advice, um, what is it something that maybe you would tell yourself that you you know now that you wish you knew when you started out? Well, with the advent of social media, 
there's plenty of informational sources, right? The one thing that I stuck with me, and I think that I would tell my younger self or anyone that is listening, don't give up what you want most for what you want now. You want uh, the type of career that someone like you or myself have after many years of, uh, you know, bouncing around or moving steadily upward. Get your education. Yes, there's a lot of uh, pushback that education doesn't help you that much. That The bachelor is not the new high school, but that is important to have those credentials. Because once you have those credentials and you open the door, the world is limitless. As long as you do each day the best you can and be introspective. What can you do better today than you did yesterday? We all can improve every day. Yeah. I love what you said about don't sacrifice what you want later for, you know, the short term um, right. for self-gratification. <clears throat> that gets tougher and tougher with society, but that is a lost art. And there's so many examples of people that I know that were able to do that. And it does pay off down the, down the road. Absolutely. Okay, so let's switch gears a little bit. I want to talk. Uh, I want to ask you some questions about kind of what you do. So, what do you feel like are some of the main components of a competitive and well thought out benefits offering to prospective employees? Right. So, what what's important to have, or um, for them to feel like it's it's worth doing, or that their employer cares about them? It's an excellent question. I think that what I enjoyed the most is that I work with a, a village of professional people, civil servants that are really forward thinking, knowing that offering just the benefits, you know, the medical, dental, vision, uh, deferred comp, uh, flexible spending is just part of the tools that we need to offer them because well-being is encompasses financial, mental, social, spiritual, and physicality. So we realizing that we wanted to position our city as a, an employer of choice. That's something that you heard over the past decades, right? The employer yeah. of choice. It's about well, but, right? But you have to walk the talk. You have to know that we are here to help you, right? My job is to ensure that my fellow employees uh, and civil servants get the right care at the right time, at the right place, with the right outcome. With the fiduciary responsibility to negotiate the best prices with our carriers because we are tax-funded, we're self-insured. Uh, so it's a fine line, but it's letting people know, use me, abuse me, don't ignore me. Not just when you have an emergency. We get to know you. For example, the biggest challenge, they said that you go in prison on vacation, right? And your girlfriend, your spouse, your significant other tells you when I go X, Y, Z. What do you do? You start looking at the air, airfares. Uh, you start talking to your friends to recommend you a hotel or a restaurant nearby, right? All this, yet for medical, dental, vision, mental, all that, no one puts that much thought. So we're trying to make it as accessible and as easy to understand. And we continue doing so by being in the forefront of them, onboarding, continued education classes, virtual classes, any communication channel that we can use to get in front of people to let them know your health is important. You need to think about retirement and after a 20, 30 year career at the city or any municipality, in order to enjoy that pension, you need to start now, you know, getting healthier. We face the same challenges that many large employers face. 48% of our population have a comorbidity and they're lifestyle driven, obesity, diabetes, Muscular skeletal, 
and and and, and blood uh, you know pre- blood pressure all that correlates to lifestyle so i think that the, the biggest challenge and the the best reward is when someone hears the message and act on it and we have a lot of success stories here okay so along those same lines what what do you think is the most important thing to get right when you are rolling out a new program, you know, a new benefit or something, what, what's really important to get right. Um, when you're, when you're doing something like that, that people go in with their eyes open, fully understanding the benefit that is being rolled out, putting ourselves in the audience's shoes, so to speak. For example, pre-pandemic, we didn't have uh, two years before the pandemic, we didn't have a identity theft for prepaid legal services. And as you know, uh, Amazon, a bunch of other companies started divulging that they had data breaches, right? So my director, again, I said, I work with a village of forward thinkers, professionals. This is something that we don't have in a repertoire of cafeteria uh, pre-tax benefits. But we're now to market and we got the prepaid uh, legal services and identity theft, but we got it at a national level rate instead of a 4000 or 4500 4500 employees we got it at 10000 level so our premiums beat anybody that has the same number of employees and it's a very rich plan particularly right now i went to a conference and i'm getting my what is it the living trust yeah. drawn just so that our home can pass on to our kids without tax implications and it's embedded in in the benefit i don't have to pay anything and it's an 1800 process and my biweekly premiums pay for that. So it's a great benefit. So yeah. it's knowing the your people's need and seeking the, the proper solution to try to alleviate some of that point pains. Okay, great. I like I like how you said that. So are there any unique challenges that you face when maybe a big change is gonna happen? So maybe the per- something's gonna change, the the cost could change, or the premiums could change, or the coverages, or what's being <clears> offered. It's likely that people might not perceive it as being a positive, right? So how do you kind of deal with that or, or what are some of the challenges you face when that's going to occur? Well, that has been the bane of our existence. I mean, it's just like when the time changes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, you, you know, fast forward an hour, lose an hour. And during the first two weeks, you, you, you ask someone the time, well, it's 11 o'clock right now, but before it was 10, right? Yeah. Similarly, in the benefits arena, they ask, well, but, you know, 15 years ago, we had the HMO and I didn't have to pay anything. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't, you know, and now I have to pay the deductible. And, and yes, you do, but that plan no longer exists. Now, yes, you do have a deductible that is low compared to other similarly positioned employers. Now, the $1 million limit that all health plans used to have pre-ACA is no longer there. Now, preventative care is part of the benefits that you can use at no cost to you, which tells you that the plans are trying to do whatever they can to offer you a baseline to gauge where you are in your health journey so you can take actionable uh, action, you know, period. But you can lead the horse to the water. You cannot make it drink it. That's one of the biggest challenges. Yeah, I struggle with that sometimes with clients, too, where... Yeah, getting them to take action after you've shown them what the what the obvious benefits would be. Right. Can't make the horse drink. Okay. So what does what role do you think communication plays in successful employee relations? Communication is key. And injecting humor. 
Okay. In, in usual, in usually dull conversation, right? It's key, and really, because really, who wants to be talking about uh, the deductible or coinsurance or pre-certification or the difference between an MRI uh, center of excellence at a, a you know standalone versus the one that is being done at a hospital setting? Yeah. The difference between urgent care or emergency room, if unless you personalize the message and 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 you share even some stories, right? And I use myself as a guinea pig, if you will. Here I am, I was with my colleagues from HR doing onboarding, right? A bunch of three, 30, 40 people, new hires for the city. And I'm promoting and expanding on wellness, you know, preventive wellness. If you're over 50, you need to do a colonoscopy. And I'm promoting that. My coworker goes, how old are you, Javier, at that time? That was four years ago. Oh, I was 54. So have you done it? And I'm like, five. I said, I did not. I said, and right there and then she called the doctor that did her husband and scheduled an appointment for me. So, hey, that illustrated that I had to walk the talk. So that only for, not only did it force me to go do my colonoscopy that came out great, thank God, but then I had to start my physical journey. I started implementing more physical activity. Before it was sedentary, worked 10, 11 hours, uh, lunch at my desk, meeting to meeting. And I said, I need to recharge myself. And so I restructure my schedule. I leave my house at 4 30 in the morning. I'm in the gym here at the office at 5 15, 5 20. Work out, showered by 10 minutes to 7, I'm on my desk. Life changing. People see me now. I lost some weight. I'm 58. I'm fairly fit. I mean, it's a walking testimony. And that enables other people to say, you know what? It is doable. If you can do it, so can I. Yeah. Uh, and lead and, and by example, you know. Yeah, what do they say? The best, uh, the best sermon is a good example. <laughs> amen. Amen. Yeah, amen. Right. You amen. Know, yeah, right. Amen. Amen. So you tell know. me, I don't want you to share any like you know personal or personal information, personal or confidential details about something. But I'm curious, can you think of maybe one of your most satisfying uh, human resources or benefits wins where you help somebody, a worker or something? to be able to make a change or to, to, to get a benefit that they needed or something that they weren't aware that they had available to them and it maybe changed their life or kind of put it in a different direction. Well, we have plenty of those stories. And um, one of those uh, reminds me of the, an initiative that we partnered with the American Heart Association. It was called the Check, Change and Control, where for six consecutive weeks with a team of volunteers, we went to the Solid Waste Department at five in the morning before the trucks went out, rolled out to engage them in measuring the blood pressure. Why? Because as a municipality in, a, in, a South, in South Florida, we have multicultural cuisine that impact your lifestyle, right? Because we re- eat rich fried food and all, everything that you're not supposed to be eating, right? So through that initiative, we discovered that we have, you know, already kind of knew some obesity, uh, and high blood pressure people, right? And through that, we were able to purchase and put two blood pressure machines at solid waste and educate people how they need to monitor. Fast forward after the program, we gave each of the participants $100 at the end of, the, of that as a, as a thank you. And we did lower the, the blood pressure the reading for all of them. But within two weeks of that program ending, someone wasn't feeling well, went to the blood pressure machine, noted that it was too high, Rescue was called immediately, and his life was saved because education was key. The word of mouth was there. Hey, these are the symptoms of 
when you have you have your blood pressure spikes up. And sure enough, all the co-workers noticed it who had attended the, the educational sessions. And word of mouth, there's a machine, measure right now. It was over 200. Immediately rescue and the guy was safe. That was gratifying. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, I'm curious, you know, you have your ear to the ground. You're talking to employees that you um, come in contact with. What are you hearing as being some of the most wanted benefits or most popular perks from employees right now? What are they asking for? What are they liking in their benefits offering? Well, the latest venture that we rolled out was an on-site employee health clinic under the Stay Active Miami Wellness Umbrella. The health clinic is free for employees, and it has a registered nurse with uh, hospital experience. And so she, she's not right off the school, but actually someone has worked in ERs in a major hospital. And that has been a game changer. Uh, people, that, she's only not only a nurse, uh, but also a health coach. And we have four tele-doctors available on a rotating basis. So if you were to go do your wellness exam here, you do it there. You don't have to wait for three or four weeks for your uh, primary doctor to see you because that's a challenge, right? Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, most people were not going to a primary care physician. Yeah, or telemedicine or something like right. that. Right. And, and a lot of the um, delay care that people experience now, as a matter of fact, I just came up from uh, seeing the, the nurse to see how she's doing because she's based downstairs adjacent to our building. And she shared another good story where the type of people that work with us here and, and are forward facing to our my fellow civil servants, I dedicated professional and I couldn't ask for a better team. She saw him on Friday, tested him for uh, COVID, tested positive, uh, older gentleman. She was off on Monday, but she called him on Monday to ensure that his medicine would have been taken care of, that he had gone to, you know, to the pharmacy that was uh, that had the medicine and even brought his wife on Tuesday so she can be checked because her plan covers the dependence yeah. as well. Just that above and beyond, not her regular hours. She remembered that Chris was sick and, hey, Chris, how are you feeling today on her day off? That's the type of level of commitment we have to our employees. Okay, great. Now... In your experience, you've been doing this a long time. Was there some, I don't know, offering or benefit that you dealt with that sounded really good, but it just didn't take off or it was a complete flop or something like that? Well, really, every benefit that we have rolled out or, or tweak that we have done to our plan document has been to offer better services to employees. Yeah. Uh, and I, I can't really think of one uh Okay. Uh, perhaps we have one that there's a, a loan company, uh, yeah. but when I look at the report uh, of deductions, the utilization has been great, even though I, I thought it was going to be towards the lower income people. And it was an eye opening for me when I look at the analysis, people making six figures were also yeah. tapping into a $5,000 loan. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but no. Yeah, that's fantastic. So outside of work, is there something that you are really passionate about personally outside uh, of work? Yeah, I'm devoted to my forever bride. We've been, we're going to celebrate 25 years of marriage next, next January. We have uh, three kids. Thank you. Three kids, uh, 23, 21, and 19. Awesome. Uh, that display the servant spirit that my wife and I do. We believe, you know, God, uh, family, and country. And when you put those in, in that right order, things work out for the best. And one thing that 
my wife and I, if anybody talks to, if you were to ask about us to anyone, you hear that we're generous and kind and our kids reflect that. And agnostic in terms of skin color or background. Our family, just like a wedding, the court of honor, I have people from Egypt, Morocco, Estonia, uh, Russia, Nicaragua. <laughs> it was a multinational. Yeah, it sounds like it. Yeah. But it, it just showcased Brazilians and you name it. We had them there. And it was, my kids have grown up to that, you know, and, and it's satisfying to see it. Yeah. And that's, that's saying something today, you know, the kindness part and the care for others. Um, you know, it's not as prevalent as it used to be. So no. I appreciate you sharing that. I really do. Thank you, Jair. Now, Switching back kind of to work, do you, what, do you, what do you see as being the biggest opportunity you know, for you going forward with the future in, in your position? I think that if the city could broaden some of the offerings, one of the things that we've been hearing from employees, pet insurance, uh, you know, that the, it had never been in my radar as much, yeah. but it has come to the forefront because in the pandemic, many people were lonely. Right. So there's a lot of more pet ownership, you know, uptake. And of course, owning a pet is costly. So that's something that is now in our radar to be looking at providing or uh, trying to look for requests for proposals, as well as uh, infertility services. Uh, A lot lot of plans don't cover it comprehensively. Right. So that's something that is a pain point for many couples, which is kind of I'm ambivalent about it. uh, And to be honest, because there's so many kids that in foster care that need a home, yeah. right? But I right. can understand also the need of human need to for your bloodline to continue, yeah. right. right? But I, you know, but I have to balance. Okay, is this something that they want? Then we might go out to the market on that. Yeah, you have to be agnostic, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. I would just throw in: we have one of our children is adopted, and it doesn't take long after that to, for you to think no different than you do about your biological children. But in some cases, I even would admit that I kind of like my daughter more than my son sometimes <laughs> based on the <laughs> stage in life that they're in, uh, even though she's not blood related to me, but she's, I absolutely feel like she is definitely mine and I wouldn't have it any other way. So I, well, I applaud you and celebrate that kindness of yours, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we're getting close to the end. Is there anything that I should have asked you about that I didn't, um, that you can think of? Well, I think that how do we keep our toolkit sharpened, right? Okay. Uh, and uh, I think that uh, I can illustrate that by, the, I just came back from uh, the state and local government's benefits association annual conference, SALBA. Okay. I'm uh, also honored to be part of the board, one of the directors there, that plugs me into the national network from the state level to the city and local municipal governments, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, and the struggle is real. I, I'm on all of us. Like I said, that here we have people spending an, an enormous amount of time investigating about a movie that they want to go see, looking at the Rotten Tomatoes ra- ranking to the restaurant, how many stars and the reviews. But for your health, I encourage you and all the listeners Pay as much attention to your plan. Read it. And if you don't understand, reach out to your HR or benefits uh, professionals. We're here to help you. We know that this is not your bread and butter. That's why we are here, right? And if we don't know the answer, because we don't know it all, nobody does, right? But I can gu- guide you to where you can get the right resources. 
I was also privileged to be part of uh, the recovery team uh, through the pandemic, which also plugged me to other professionals. And then I absorbed some of that information to try to redeploy it in the, in the city. For example, the posters uh, announced in the clinic, they were run the mill, you know, with a picture of the clinic, yeah. call here, put the link is here. You know, you had to copy it or paste it. And overnight I'm in bed and a eureka moment. You go to a restaurant now, most of them don't have a menu. They have a URL. So with your phone, you open it up. I said, what haven't I done this? So I have my GSA team put a URL in the poster. So when I place the poster throughout the city, people can log in to, into it and immediately can make an appointment to the clinic. Yeah, Game changer. Yeah. You know, so it's always knowing what, what you don't have and looking for room for improvement. There's always room for improvement, no matter what, personally, professionally, spiritually. Uh, each day, uh, my aim is to make a positive impact in somebody's life uh, and to look at the man in the mirror and be glad that I earn my money and I can put my head on, the, on my pillow at the end of the night. I earn it and help many people in, in, along the way. Yeah, and sleep well. And I, I like that example you use. I sometimes say that people spend more time planning their vacation than they do their retirement. That's right. kind of a like kind of a joke in uh, in our industry. But we're, I'm trying to fix that one person at a time. That's, that's <laughs> I'm my helping. Goal. I'm helping you from my corner. Thank you. Trust Thank me, you. I'm helping you. All right, I I'm appreciate you, that. You, and I tell you, and I tell you how I'm helping you. Simply because in our wellness program, right, all of the city employees have a retirement plan, right, pension. Yeah. Uh, that's one of the, the beauties of working for the municipality, right? But I tell them, listen, you never know the, the market volatility. So that means that the more you put away, the more chances that you're going to have of maintaining the lifestyle that you are accustomed to. So I had to walk the walk. <laughs> one of my staff is the one that told me, well, you haven't done anything with the ICMA or the, you know, or the 401 here. And sure enough, and I started putting money besides the, the pension that is being deducted from my paycheck. And now that I, sh- I show it to my wife, this is what we have in the pension, this is what we have in this other account. It gives it a little bit more peace of mind that we are building something. We're not going to be rich, but to have some something for the later age is always welcome. Yeah. So I'm helping you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, there's a sense of security in that. Yeah. Well, listen, Hayer, I want to thank you for taking the time to be here with me today. It's really been a pleasure. Great uh, answers, great insight. Love the conversation. And I want to thank everybody for listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast brought to you by LPF Advisors, where we're hoping to raise the retirement confidence of everyday people to another level, one show at a time. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Take care. Be well. Hayer, thanks for being on. Thank you so much for having me. Have a blessed day. You too. You've been listening to the Confident Retirement Podcast with Chris and Mark from LPF Advisors. For more information on them and retiring confidently, please visit lpfadvisors.com. If your ears are pleased and your mind is now at ease, do share the program with your friends and subscribe wherever podcasts are found.